0: You know, today, me and Rusty Shackelford are on the air once again. This is not airing on the infamous day of 9-11, but was recorded previously on 9-11. Which currently, rec- yeah, we're, cur- we're currently recording this from when, when you're currently hearing this, we recorded it on
1: 9-11. But we hope you guys all have, uh, or have, a very happy and safe
0: 9-11. Or did. Probably did if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to kick things off, before we begin, I have a little cutaway track I want all of you to listen to to introduce oh, your show today.
1: Here we go. What, what are you about to do here?
0: Oh, you'll hear it in post-production. Roll it! <laughs>
2: Delight, come and we bomb your homes. Day-oop, day-oop, the first Afghani royal air show. <laughs> hey, Mr. Taliban, hand over bin Laden. Delight, come and we bomb your homes. He never has a shave and he's always in pajamas. Daylight, come and we bomb your home. The Afghan women are all in a rush. Daylight, come and we bomb your home. To shave their fannies, cause they don't like bush. Delight, come and we bomb your home. And the Cornish SAS broke down Debenhams' door. Delight, come and we bomb, we bomb your home.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, Rusty, lay down the list of stories you got for this time.
1: All right. Uh, so uh, I guess we can open up with my uh, former stalker, uh, and yeah we usually we, we tweak details of people's information to avoid a, a litigious situation or a lawsuit uh,
0: I've been threatened multiple times by people who want to sue me
1: we do not need any litigation we no, cannot no. afford it <laughs> and I yeah oh yeah. boy yeah um, <laughs> um, so yeah so we got this uh, fucking stalkers his so his name and this is actually his name like this is no joke his name is Chad.
0: Which is a meme? It's a fucking
1: meme. It's a very tired, tired meme. Um, But yeah, so he moves into our building, um, maybe 2016-ish. I mean, we're on the basement level, and he's up on the top floor. And so, he was an avid smoker. Like he was always outside of our building smoking cigarettes. Um, And he, like, definitely, he was just—I could always see him, like, eyeballing me, like he wanted to, like, make a skin suit out of me. And so he fucking um, uh, would always be outside smoking. And so he would be in the front of the building smoking a cigarette. And my parking space is in the back. Um, As I drove past him in the front of the building, he would run inside and literally sprint through the building to get to the back door and then lean against the wall smoking another cigarette like as if he had been there the whole time. And it would like it looked like he was trying to do like an impression of a cool guy and he was not pulling it off. Okay. Um, and it, also, he was winded too. He would just be like out of breath, and then trying to make it seem like so fucking casual.
0: Like Tim Dillon opening up his new special.
1: Who the fuck is that?
0: He's a local New York City headliner. He got famous from Joe Rogan. No, uh,
1: where. Where are you on uh, Joe Rogan right now?
0: I am really turned off.
1: Yeah. Same. Uh, Absolutely. Also, I, I guess that, I annoying. guess
0: I guess that joke about Tim Dillon was a little too much of a deep cut for people
1: too deep for me and um, you know me I like to take it deep.
0: Okay. Continue <laughs> with your Chad story.
1: Absolutely. Um so one day he's uh posted up outside and I'm going to my car and then uh he's just sitting on the ground and then he just like looks up at me and he was like, "Do you know anybody who has any acid?" Um and I was like, you know, it's like I'm not trying to help him or even get like linked up with him. So I'm, I'm like, "No, do not know, sorry brother, Wish I could help but I can't." Um, and so then, um, just a little like si- like a little preface for where I was at mentally, spiritually, and personally at the time. Um, we had, ju- I had just gone to my first music festival and it blew my goddamn mind open. Um, and we had our one friend, uh, you know who.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and she, um, so we were like all like partying all night long and there's this fucking disgusting, short, ugly, old. Trash bag, dirty basura, uh dude who just like kinda joined our group and then like was talking about how uh like it's good for kids to because it's like the festivals it's all drug shit. So it's like it's not a good place to have kids. And it it's also it's like just it's a vibe obliterator. Um ooh, excuse me.
0: Oh it's beautiful, yeah.
1: um so yeah so this guy's like and he's talking about how he would want uh when he has kids that he would want to have them come to the festivals and like you know be around it and be and like also be exposed to the drug shit and that guy just like disgusted me to my very core and our friend probably a pedophile uh, yeah for sure i mean our friend was rolling pretty hard um on like some ecstasy um and so like i was the second that guy walks away and this is like at like 6 30 in the morning like we went all night long the second that guy walked away i was like what a fucking piece of shit like that's a disgusting thing to say and am like super just useless like just oh very off-putting stuff and when our friend said to me and she was like you know and i was like i don't know how you like put up with it and she was like hey, you know you got to meet people at their level and that stuck with me um and so uh, i went into so it's like Everything I've said uh, before this is um, before the festival, and now we're going to be after. Um, so he eventually um, comes up to me. Uh, well, actually, no, he doesn't come up to me. My wife Busty is doing laundry, and the like. It's like we're right next to the laundry room, so she leaves the door open to like you know come back and forth and shit. Um, while she was in the laundry room, he came into my apartment uninvited. And I'm like, I'm like in my bed playing video games, like getting drunk and uh, wearing like '70s style basketball shorts. I know you are very familiar with those.
0: Oh yes, I am. Very tight.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's basically like having like a secondary, even better skin. I love, I love myself some shorty shorts. I like, um, the, so he, I, like I
0: like, how my grandmother puts on my big baggy ones. It looks like I'm in a floor. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! You're so ridiculous. She's,
0: no, that's what she said, not me. I'm just repeating.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So he, I, I turn around. He's like in our apartment. It's like you, you were not invited in here. And he's like, the second he gets in, he's looking around like rapidly because it's like almost like he knows he's gonna like he might he may be kicked out. And so he wants to soak in as much of our apartment as he possibly could before he had to leave. Um, and so then he was asking me to like if i wanted to help him do something for the building and i was like i don't i'm like that's not my style like i really really don't want to do that and so he's like i'm gonna fix the call box out front uh and i was like yeah you know good luck with that i don't know anything about electrical and he was like come on like i just need a little bit of help it'll and you know be a nice thing to do for the building and i'm just like uncomfortable and so i i agree um so we go out to the fucking call box and he's disassembling this thing and i i then i see his eyes and his eyes are like swirling. They're He looked so fucked up. Um, and it, it turned out he was on the research chemicals. You know research chemicals? Not
0: really. I've heard some stuff about it on the internet. I don't know how accurate it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, basically, it, it's synthetic um, analogous. I think that's the right word. Yeah. Uh, um, it basically will mimic uh, LSD or Molly or something like that. Like, there's a bunch of different kinds. Yeah, no, I know. All...
0: Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So yeah. So he's uh, he's on that shit. and His eyes are like looking buck wild. And, he, and then there's like one wire that actually sparked. Like while he was fucking with it, I was really thinking and hoping he was gonna get electrocuted. Um. And so he <laughs> basically fucked the call box up even more. It's to this day it still doesn't work. And yeah, he just fucking butchered it. Um. And then uh, he was like, I got these uh, research chemicals, which I had never done before. Um, and he was like, you know, if you want to, if you want some, I know like people
0: a, who took that stuff, they say it's horrific. Like, war yeah, yeah, st-
1: yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Um, but yeah, so I go up to his fucking apartment to like, go get some shit. And his apartment is the saddest situation I've ever seen. He had a white folding table dead center, um, with a bunch of wires and cords and shit all over it that were hooked up to nothing he had his mattress on the ground and then he had uh two like really tacky like one was like a bob marley and i can't remember what the other one was like tapestries hanging from his ceiling but they were like completely off center it just looked so shitty it looked so fucking shitty um and so he's like taking a while getting to the goods like because whenever you go to do like in a situation like that when you go to buy something uh you basically are like trapped at that person's house until they give you the shit. Then you can be like, okay, I actually have other shit to do. You have to like kind of play the game of like going along with the conversation until such a time occurs. Um, so I've get the shit he got in my hand and then, uh, he's like, you know, when are you going to do it? And I was like, I think I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And then he was like, cool. We should, we do it together. And it's like, I'm uncomfortable. And I just made the purchase and, and I'm like in his apartment. It was pretty awkward stuff. And so I did agree, like a fucking fool. Um, and again, it goes back to like meeting people on their level. That that like at the time, that really, really stuck out. Uh, stuck. You with really me.
0: don't need to. No, I don't think so. At this point, I've been do- meeting people at their level for so long. At this point, I'm just like, if, you, if 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 you don't agree with me, I'm just cutting everyone out.
1: Hell yeah! I mean, I this I learned my lesson from this, and then like after that, I yeah, I absolutely was like, no, that's horseshoe advice. It is, and. <laughs> And the funny thing is, she um, like I had mentioned it a while after because I was telling her the story about uh, bad, bad Chan, and um, I was like, "Oh yeah," and it's like the reason I did it is because of you. Like you got in my fucking head, and you know, blah blah blah. After that guy was like a like sleazy scumbag at uh, the festival, and then she was like, "Oh no, that guy was a piece of shit. Oh no, that guy was disgusting." And she was like, "No, don't meet him at his level," which is like hilarious because it's like it totally it totally stuck with me. But yeah, I learned hard lesson learned. Um, and so yeah, I, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give you a chance. And so we were gonna coordinate uh, taking it. And he wanted to come over to my apartment at like eight in the morning. And I was like, absolutely not. I will be getting up around twelve. Might get moving around two. Like, get out of my fuck! Don't come to my apartment, you son of a bitch.
0: Um, so this is to be pounding on your door at like seven fifty.
1: And he, and yeah, like I said, he was an avid smoker. And so uh, as we, as we have well established on this show, our apartment is on the garden level. Mm -hmm. So it's like, everybody can see, you can see everybody and everybody can see in you. Yep. Um, He would just go smoke cigarettes right outside our window and just be like looking into the apartment. It's so creepy. It's so fucking creepy. One time I like moved the curtains. Like this was like a horror movie. Um, I moved the curtains and then like, he was just there and I felt like some startling music should have played when that happened.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, yeah. Scared the f- absolute motherfuck out of me all the time. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying I'm trying to basically, it's like I'm doing, I'm like meeting him halfway, but I'm doing it my way, which is like, I want to sleep in and put this off as much as I can and then cut it as early as I can like it's like I'm, I'm just not the type of person to do that with people i really can't stand it I know you um can. yeah it's true, it's true. <laughs> um so true. yeah so i was basically like uh you know like all right how about we do it like this you know take it at like 11 30 um then we can meet up around like twelve forty-five. um and so he like at, at 10 he's just like how are you today and it's like please don't make this weird like just uh <laughs> just we'll i'll see you when i see you like yeah god like checking in it's like so fucking creepy and weird um and so we we link up we go into my apartment um i uh you know make us some very sexy drinks get a nice buzz going um and he's just like blown away by our apartment and like really because he he was just so soulless like he had just felt like there was nothing in there um and it felt like he knew that he wanted to like he wanted to fill himself out but there was no way to do it um and so I'm, you know, we get we get a little bit fucked up, come up a little bit. I'm like, let's go to the park, uh, bring some like music, go to the park. Um, so then we go there, and it's like the 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 research chemicals. It felt like it was a counterfeit trip. Like it felt like everything, like everything felt like if you, if I were to poke it, it would just be like a cardboard like prop on a stage. It just felt fake. Um, and then that led me to uh, like one because he didn't he did had no personality. And so that led me to like just kind of doing a psycho rant in the park, like just talking, 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 uh, which has since been uh, dubbed the uh, counterfeit gospel. And it was like the the ultimate point is that there's a big difference between um, somebody moving to music and somebody dancing to music. It's two very, very different things, and and and, and you can tell. Um, and so this whole wait, thing. that let
0: me ask: Is that uh, counterfeit gospel at all documented on audio or video or rec- recording?
1: No, and i wish it was because it, what it really really was was me making a public declaration to him why we can't be friends yes like that was the ultimate point where it was like it's like i can see you and you're just moving to music you're not dancing um and so uh and he, it looks like he it's settling in with him too where it's like wow that sounds uh, almost like it's a direct shot which it was um <laughs> and so then we uh, we start heading back to my place, and uh, my wife is at work uh, like all day, and so she gets home from work, and then she sees this fucking motherfucker on her couch, and like she's blown away because she knows that I don't do this ever, and I don't fuck with people, especially like that. Yeah. Um. And so so busty ended up Shackleford.
0: Us. busty Shackleford busty
1: Shackelford. Uh, she stacked. Um. <laughs> he. <laughs> Busty Shackleford joins us, and um, we're all having a couple of drinks. We go up to our rooftop, and uh, I like to like I, we like to bring like a nice bong up there with like Captain Morgan and some uh, Mexican cokes. Mexican cokes are the shit, too, by the way. No other soda will substitute. Um, and so, yeah, we like to get like a nice, cool summer vibe going up there. And he followed us, and he's just like such a vacant person. And he's talking like uh, my wife asks him what he does for a job. And then he says he fixes copy machines, which is fine. Like, it's, that's a respectable craft. But he was like, I fix copy machines. Yeah, it's pretty rewarding. Which is, like, not, a, like, how is that rewarding? That's, like, that's so, like, cl- like it's so sterile, the whole thing. Um, how,
0: how are we defining sterile? Um, mm, it's bland, it's a bland job. I don't know if it's a sterile job. <laughs>
1: It just it's
0: it just is. Okay. It
1: just okay. is.
0: Okay. Like what um, you, let you uh, die in at hell.
1: <laughs> I'll kill on this hell. Okay. <laughs> um and so then um we're talking about our experiences working like at that at the summer camp that we've uh, we both worked at. Um and we're talking about like all of our programs and shit. Um, And then he said, like, he looks to my wife, uh, because my wife did, like, these really cool modern dance classes, like, one of the classes, they um, put paper all over this, like, the ground, and just did, like, a dancing painting thing, which was fucking sick. Um, And so he was talking about that, and then he just was like, would you leave your job for it? And my wife was like, what? (laughs) That's
0: so fucking creepy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it almost, like, it, it would have been better if it was, like, if we were at a saloon, and he was in the corner at a table, and just, like, nobody was even talking to him, and he just is like, would you leave your job for it? Like, he just, like, it was so weird. Um, and my wife was like, what, what do you mean? And he was like, would you leave your job for it? And she was like, it's not, it's like it was a summer camp. It's, uh, the whole thing is that it's summer, and, and then it's over. It's seasonal work. Like, what it's what are you talking about um and so my wife has worked in the morning and i want to um i'm going out for sure i love to go out especially after a day of tripping um basically it's like uh it's like reaching the mountain type top is going to the deadhead bar nearby it's like you have your adventure all day and then you go fucking go uh, fucking kareem with some other people there um and i was trying to get well i wasn't trying to get him to go but i was saying i was gonna go because he wanted to just stay in my apartment
0: which is even uh, creepier.
1: Very creepy. Um, and so then we parted. Uh, we were going to be parting ways then because I wanted to go to that bar and he was still he was tripping and buggy, and so he was like basically like that would be like too much for me and I can't make it. Um, and he was like I'm so, so he was like so deeply profusely apologizing to me and it's like really you do not have to apologize. I'm so happy that you're too like you're too worked up to go. Um, and so <laughs> we would never we put come down
0: up on why though. What'd you say? He would never pick up on why.
1: No, absolutely not. He was like oblivious, absolutely oblivious. (laughs) Um, so, so then we go downstairs to our apartment. Um, and then he's like, I'm gonna, uh, like grab something from mine and he's on the third floor. So it's like, he's kind of passing by. I book it. We book it downstairs. I get into my apartment. I lock the shit out of that door. And he (laughs) like a little while later, like you, you know, and like your door's locked and you could just hear somebody like jiggling it. Yeah. It was, he was like, let me in. I want to be there with you. I want to be you. Um, and so he (laughs) then was just like out, then he goes outside to the spot outside our window and he's just crouched over looking directly into our apartment and I can see him out of the corner of my eye. Like my wife and I are sitting on the couch, which is like parallel to the window. I see him and I'm refusing to turn my head. And I'm like, "We, we both know he's there, but we're trying not to engage. Um, and eventually he was like, oh, you know, like, can I come back in or whatever? And we were like, uh, yeah, for a bit, but we're pretty tired. So we're probably going to be, uh, you know, backing it in soon. Um, and then, yeah, so then we did get him to finally fucking leave. And all day long, too, he just was like fawning over me. And, and like when I was moving like to music, he was just like, you look like you move so light. I want to move light. It was so, It's just really fucking depressing shit. And creepy, um, creepy and, and very creepy. Um, and so it's like I had my fill of this motherfucker and and I was absolutely sour on the concept of meeting people at their level. It was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stay right up here because uh, that, that's where I'm comfortable. Um, and so he uh, like fast forward a little bit. Uh, there's this group of self deputized homeless people. Who call themselves uh, the Neighborhood Watch, and they like basically just were a bunch of annoying assholes who got shit hammered and strung out on like heroin and shit, and just like harassed people in our parking lot. It was so annoying. I hated those guys so goddamn much. And so um, our my friend, who you also know um, on the show, he was referred to as Sludge. He's a big yeah, Sludge. Sludge. I knew we were gonna do it. Yeah. We were he's a big old piece of shit. He okay. and yeah, he was he was visiting, and I had told him about uh about like the the Chad situation. And so the, the entire visit, him and his horrible girlfriend, everybody just keeps talking, being like, "Oh my god, what is it? Chad is Chad out there?" And they're like saying the shit in the hallway, so it's like echoing out. Um,
0: Clueless people,
1: absolutely oblivious. Yeah, they just don't give a fuck. Um, so uh, he like a, a fast forward a couple of weeks. Um, he's growing out uh, like a Wario mustache. Like it is the super angular Wario mustache. It made, or no, not Wario. Uh, Luigi. Yeah, dude, it's, it looked horrible. It looked fucking horrible. Uh, but it's like, you know, he didn't really have much to work with anyway. It's like, honestly, anything he did would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. We um, got
0: it. We got it at this point. He's a Chad. <laughs>
1: He's the OG Chad. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, so, uh, yeah, sludge is visiting with his fucking piece of garbage girlfriend at the time. So glad they broke up. And it was a very explosive breakup. Um, did <laughs> we all trip like on real acid that when they're there, we, okay. we go, we go to our gardens, we go to the park and shit. Um, and he was like watching us, uh, from like far away. Like he like had like followed us in that direction, but didn't join us, which was good. Um, And then, uh, you know, kind of cruise it back. And he just he just wanted in. Um, And so (laughs) I had been blowing him off so thoroughly. And he like that night we see him at the Deadhead bar. He's on the research chemicals. You can see he's like totally fucked up. And he's there with the neighborhood watch. It's like he was just he invited these fucking degenerate scumbags to like hang out. It was so weird to do that. But it's like, I don't know who I felt worse for because He sucks. Um, <laughs> or
0: for neighborhood watch.
1: Yeah, and like yeah. Oh my god, they're so annoying. Mateo. you would hate them. They they're still such around? assholes.
0: Are they around still, or are they dead?
1: Um, I hope they're dead, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you um, can
0: probably look around, ask in the streets. You got eyes and ears. Yeah,
1: boots to the ground. Yeah. Oh, I need some answers. Um, so yeah, he um, and so he had taken down my phone number um when like bef- when we did the purchase, uh initially, and so that night. He texted me... Or, no, it was the day that him and I did the counterfeit shit. He texted me His this dick. diatribe about compassion. And, like, he just was rambling. And he was talking about how he was Such trying to fix this lady's... Shit. He was trying to fix this lady's copy machine. Um, and, like, it wasn't, like, coming along. And she apparently was, like, just ripping into him. Like, and kind of being like, do it! Do it faster! Do it right! Like, do it better! Um, and so... He, he like had a realization when he was uh, like looking at her about compassion and you just need to have compassion, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, I did not respond to that. It was very I was like, please like put this in your dream journal and then throw that shit in the garbage. Um, he then um, so then he starts following me around like more. Um, and there's one day I was walking at night um, on a, a street that's not on our block. Like it's like pretty like a, it's several blocks over. And I'm walking down, and he had a white Prius. Um, and Priuses are pretty sick, and they're pretty quiet, too. So it's like, you don't know the Prius is there until it's, like, up in your business, if you don't know that it's coming.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I'm walking, and then his car just comes to a dead stop when he sees me. And then he backs up the car. And then I literally, this is like a movie, too. I literally ducked into an alley and pressed my back against the wall, like, hiding. And then I, like, eventually, like, stuck my head out to, to take a look, and he was still there. Um, but I waited a couple more minutes, and then he did uh, ultimately leave. On Valentine's Day, I am um, I was, like, going to cook a nice meal for my wife. She deserves it. She's a beautiful woman. Very beautiful woman. Very beautiful. Um, and I was in the frozen section trying to get some, like, lava cakes or some shit like that. Uh, and I'm on the phone with her. And then I, like, look into the uh, – I could see behind me someone standing right behind me. And uh, I can see it in the uh, like the reflection, uh, this Valentine's Day reflection. And he (laughs) is standing there and like I am like so creeped out and he's so close to me, too. And so I say even though our conversation was done, I stay on the phone uh, with the old ball and chain because I don't want to engage him. And I want I want to look busy. Um, And then he like did like a weird, creepy, very feminine wave like through the uh, reflection too, very off putting stuff. Um. So he's like still fucking around with all those research chemicals, and he just seems like he has a hankering to be tinkering with shit. And so I guess he was doing something with his phone, and he lost my number, which was a godsend because he had been texting me constantly. And about I, it what? Was, like, what was he texting you about? Mostly compassion. That's no, really it's creepy. So, it's really it's sad. It's so shit. dumb. Dude. And yeah, I just also it's like funny to have like a lesson like about compassion when somebody's ripping into you at your, like, stupid IT job. Like, it's just not, I don't know. I think he's the only person in history to kind of draw that conclusion. <clears throat> so he had been fucking around with those research chemicals, and he was tinkering with his phone, and he lost my number, which was a ag- guy. Oh, wait, I already said that. Yeah. Um, so he was trying to get my number again, um, and I was, like, avoiding giving that to him. Uh, and so he cornered my wife, again at the laundry room it's like you are so weird oh and yeah when i would (laughs) whenever i get home and he wasn't um smoking out back he would literally grab a bunch because we're in the basement which is where the laundry room is he would grab a basket of laundry and then sprint down the stairs and you could hear him thundering down like running for his life to make it seem like he's doing a chore and then he happens to run into me it like you it's like he it's so Creepy and transparent, and yet you can hear him coming from a mile away. It's like, who fucking runs like that to do laundry? No
0: one.
1: No one. Um, and so he. One um, would say
0: a rapist might.
1: Yeah, which is the vibe he was definitely giving off, because, you know, not like me and you. You and me are supreme gentlemen. Yes, we are supreme. This guy. Veterans. Even this though his name is
0: Chad, he's not a supreme gentleman.
1: No, we are the supreme gentleman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a gentleman supreme? Um, and so. Uh, He's like asking my wife for my number. And it's just very clearly a like boundary being violated. And my wife, I love, love, love that woman. Beautiful,
2: beautiful woman.
1: She did not give him the phone number, even though it was like an awkward, like standoff detente kind of thing. Like it was like, I want that, please. And uh, Busty Shackelford is like, no. No like if you want that you'll have to go ask the main man himself uh and so a couple of like a week later i'm up on our roof um and like it's probably like two or no it's uh it's like in the evening um and i have a nice big bottle of rum and my mexico and my bong. and he comes up and it's like i'm having like a nice peaceful serene moment he comes up and he just starts talking all this fucking nonsense and like wanting to like hang out and shit and so I'm he completely like blew it for me, so I grab all my crap and I'm about to head downstairs. And then uh, he was like, "I uh, lost your number." Uh, I was like, trying to fix my phone, I lost your number. And then I was just like, "Oh?" And he was like, "Yeah, so I don't have your number anymore." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, actually, I, I was like, I gotta get going. Uh, have a good night." And so then he follows uh, he follows up, like follows me down the stairs, but there's like a banister thing that and he's above me. And then he just goes, we should hang out. And then I'm, I like ignore it. And then I I'm walking and then there was like a little delay. And then he just goes, we should. It was very, very pathetic. And yeah, I absolutely refuse to give him uh, any, any fucking information after that. We have like a closet outside of our apartment. um, That's like literally on the other side of the wall. Yeah. And he, he was, in there one night and i'm pretty sure he was just trying to listen to our conversations
0: how do you know he was was in there you heard him opening the door i heard
1: him like yeah i heard him bumbling around in there like he it's like he was like fucking knocking shit over and like and it's like that that closet is so packed he had to have been like laying on like a vacuum and some like fucking shelving stuff like there was no there was nowhere to just stand in there and there's nothing to do in there he was just doing it to get close it was so fucking creepy but yeah after that though i will say it's like it kind of just uh, we set a nice boundary and uh ignored him forever we never spoke we never tried to talk to him again he was a fucking motherfucker and i'm so glad he moved out because he definitely especially at this point he would have made a fucking skin suit out of me
0: probably <sighs> That was part one of this adventure. That's the full story of a uh, Chad, right?
1: The Legend of Chad.
0: Well, we're gonna return after this uh, second 9/11 song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> na-o, na-o. Daylight come and we drop the deep We say, pay, we say 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 pay, yo Kick your ass then we gonna come home George Bush say that revenge come Pay back, come and we drop the bomb Load them bombs till the morning come Airplane come and we drop the bomb Mr. Taliban turn over Bin Laden Golden Power on a bomb is home Come Mr Taliban turn over Bin Laden Payback come and we drop the bomb Lip One bomb two bomb hit the floor Payback come and we drop the bomb six bomb seven bomb hit bomb So knocking at your door Come Mr. Taliban Turn over Bin Laden Golden power on a bomb his home Come Mr. Taliban Turn over Bin Laden Payback come And we drop the bomb One bomb, two bomb Hit the floor Payback come And we drop the bomb Six bomb, seven bomb Eight bomb Knocking at your door. Pay-o. We said Kick your ass then we won't come home.
0: Okay. Everyone, you heard that. That was a beautiful 9 11 parody. Rusty, what do you got for us now for the second half of the show?
1: That was a loving tribute. Okay. So we will. Little trip back in time to the camp that we worked at. Yes, it, yes. It's a hippie camp. Yes. And again, uh, you know, I mean this isn't this person's birth name, but I'm gonna use their moniker uh, again. This this episode will be, you know, the exception where we are willing to go willing to get liable here. Um
0: his name is uh, should shall I say? I hope he's off saying it.
1: You can say it.
0: Shadowcock.
1: Well his he goes by Shadow Hawk.
0: No, no, no. We're, we're just going to call him Shadowcock.
1: No, but I yeah, I, I came up, and you have to admit, Shadowcock is brilliant. I came up with that, and it's the perfect nickname for what he was. He was a 30... He like, looked like he had herpes all over his cheeks. Um, his gay jeans man. or cheeks? Cheeks.
0: His butt cheeks.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, his face cheeks. It could be either one. I mean, you would know better than me. Uh, for sure, you would. Not why? Me. Why would I? Cause you a fun boy. You a fun
0: boy. I'm gonna cut that out, bitch.
1: Okay. No, it's got to make it into the episode. Don't cut it out. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So this guy is. Uh. Yeah. Gay. Predator. Creep. And once again, I have uh, been like, cause uh, this happened at the GameStop when we went there when you visited. Yeah. Somebody told me that they loved my hair. And it looked and like
0: Farrah Fawcett. They,
1: and yeah, and then it looked like Farrah Fawcett and that he wanted to use it for uh, drag. He said the same thing that that other fucking creepy who also looked like he had herpes all over his business. Um, yeah, same fucking thing. It's so pathetic.
0: So what did Shadowcock uh, tell you?
1: <laughs> um, so Shadowcock... Uh, wait, actually I just lost my train of thought.
0: No, you were talking about the camp. Dirty guy, dirty individuals...
1: Uh Uh-huh. So, um, so during orientation week, it's every, like, most of those people are unskilled hippies, like, they've never really tried anything before, like, tried to, like, to help at really any,
0: anyone or anybody or anything.
1: Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people were just getting hired, and then it's, like, basically just, like, people, they're kind of just hanging out and doing a shitty, shitty, shitty job. Yep. um but but to be fair the pay is very shitty so it's proportional it's
0: 40 line illegal
1: it is it's like the, that man should be in jail not uh not only for that though No. He a,
0: yeah he's a bad dude
1: bad bad boy um so oh god bad boy
0: continue please
1: mm-hmm so we have uh this useless orientation and To humor everybody, they would like come up with uh, or they would like break us into groups and be like, hey, and let's all come up with like a cool idea to blah, 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 like make make this place better or whatever or for an event. Um, And so then we all go back to the uh, like the big group and we're going around. Everybody's like throwing their their uh, words and stuff out there. And this fucking motherfucker was like so, like all the kids are in different areas. I think they call them pods. Yes, um, they did. So yes, they did. I, yeah, I don't know why I'm I'm saying. I think I know for a fact they were. Yeah, called yeah, know
0: exactly. You.
1: <laughs> um and so, uh, at like lunch, like when lunch and meals and shit, like there's a little downtime before dinner, and so um we wanted to have like a he wanted to have a system to inform people to like come to lunch which is like the or dinner it's like the only hint they need is that it's dinner time you it's like you're not going anywhere else it's like you have to eat because you have to be supervised anyway it's so fucking dumb to to like suggest this so then uh this bastard suggests that we get gongs for all of the pods and then at the time and now it should come from the kitchen like when dinner's ready, because everybody else is far away, so nobody nobody who would be having access to the gongs would actually know if dinner's ready. So it's so stupid. Well, that's one major flaw. Um, and then, like everybody's like, oh yeah, and it'd be cool, and like blah blah blah, and we can get like a conch cell and blah blah blah. And then, like a minute later, he raises his hand. And he goes, guys, what if we don't have enough gongs? It's like he was the one who introduced the concept of the gongs like it was like, dude, that's your idea And if we were gonna get gongs, we would get the amount we need like it's like he was just creating like a stupid stupid fucking like to do about nothing um, And so uh, he was just an absolute fucking predator and one time I was eating a banana and uh, I, he just came up from the side And was staring directly at me, and yeah, my side, my side, like uh, peripheral vision, is better than my actual vision. I like, I I kept it tight, I kept it looking forward, and then he goes, "I like the way you eat that banana, boy."
0: (laughs) You never told me this. (laughs) I know. I I was,
1: I was happy. I'm happy to tell you. Yeah, I wanted this to be a surprise.
0: Okay. Was he? Did you report him for sexual harassment?
1: I should have, but you know what? I just didn't want to be a victim. Okay. Um. He, <laughs> so. He. Ugh, and yeah. And obviously, it goes without saying. I did not eat another banana for the rest of that summer. That was. <laughs> I just cannot be inviting the temptation.
0: Uh, Shadow cock.
1: Shadow cock. Oh, and he claimed. You know, he claimed to be. Uh, have Native American blood. And uh, one of my favorite moments with him, uh, I was in line with him, and he was talking some utter nonsense for lunch. And then you were walking by, and I like I know you, and so um, I, I just like I was like, "Tell you, uh, this guy says he's like got a native, like he's got some Native American in him." And then you were like, "What like uh, what tribe and like what percentage?" And then he was like, "It's not measured in in percentages." Yes, it is. Spirit. It's spirit, and it's like you are a loser. Anything more oh, than any anything,
0: percent. anything, anything more than three percent by U.S. law is legitimate. Anything under, you're not considered First Nation. Intriguing. Yeah, it has to be three percent or more. I don't get why. I, I never really looked into it.
1: Yeah, well, he, uh, he had a fraction of a fraction. <laughs> and it's he... so
0: bizarre. Like to be black, you have to have like even one percent of DNA if you're black. Like going, like yeah, you know I'm saying right, you're still black.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, so are you on his side?
0: No. (laughs) No, I'm saying (laughs) that, like, it's really weird how to do the measurement for, like, laws of blood for race. Like, um, for censuses in the U.S., like, if you're under 3% First Nation for, like, DNA-wise, you're not Native American or First Nation, but if you're, like, anything more than 1% of, um, dna having you're act. getting a
1: scholarship you get a scholarship yeah
0: i'm not trying to say it like that but you get pretty much
1: pretty much and hey uh you know we we owe it so it's uh you know yeah i, I do believe it. i do believe a reparations as system. much as <laughs> my reparations yeah, my no. rent is due i need my reparations yeah oh god what a piece of shit that person is go like anyway. to
0: shadow cock and me your
1: banana <laughs> shadow cock um so yeah we got our we got the bananas uh oh, wait, wait so he where do you think he worked?
0: You told me, where did Danny's or some shit?
1: Yeah, I was about to say, in a civilian life, damn. But you got a good memory. Um, And his, uh, mo- like, I think he like, spent a lot of time, like, around the Girl Scouts for some reason growing up. Like, his mom was, like, a Girl Scouts master. Okay. And I think and I think that he may technically have been a Girl Scout himself. Like, I think he, like, basically got, like, indoctrinated a little bit.
0: They of that. Both genders can be either Scouts now.
1: Mm-hmm. this was i mean this would probably be some years ago so it's a it's pretty progressive stuff.
0: The, the, no like the 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 discrimination of gender from girl scouts to boy scouts ended with Roe versus way getting initiated. Really? Yeah.
1: That's a tr- I didn't know that. Yeah. Um so anyway
0: uh his mother being in whatever girl scouts Oh yeah.
1: Oh so yeah so he um also had a uh, disgusting like rat tail as well. Yeah, I remember a, I remember uh, that clearly. Ugh. It looked like some fucking crap that uh, Obi wan had in a um, Menace*. Like, yeah, it just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah really terrible. Bad. Yeah, it's really bad. And, yeah, and he would wear like a one, like big feather earring with some tur- like turquoise in it. It just was—it's the worst look. I really just hated everything about this dude. Yeah. Um, one one morning I was coming up to go to the morning meeting, and he was literally sitting up on top of like a big boulder, like in uh like crisscross applesauce, and he was just playing a pan flute. Yeah. Was, it's just like, I was like, I almost wanted to bully him at that moment. It's like, that's not what the community is about. How big it's was the pan flute?
0: Because they come in small to really large.
1: Um, Wait, what'd you say?
0: How big was the pan flute? Because it come from small to extraordinarily large.
1: It was, it, it had some girth to it. It wasn't one of the giant, I would say it's like probably in the middle, between okay, okay. the small and the big. Um, but yeah, and then he was like just making eye contact with me and blowing into the thing. And I was, I don't know if it was supposed to be like seductive or something, but I really just wanted to bully him. Okay. Um, he ends up like getting, uh, super cozy with this girl and and she was kind of set up from the start. Uh, if, if like, if you think about it, but, uh, it was her first year working there and she was pretty what's the right way to put this? She was like a uh, very like, like a hood rat, basically. Like she was like super, super like aggressive and like very like overly sexual. And yeah. Oh man. Not a fan, not a fan. So they're buddy, buddy. And it's like, it, it's a gruesome twosome. Cause like, he's like a, basically like a bitchy boy. Yeah. And then she's like a real, like boss. Hood rat. Yeah. For real. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> she was, like, asked to um, host, like, a talent show. And I, she actually did a pretty good job, but um, she got drunk before she went up there. And so I guess, like, a lot of people could smell it on her and then also could tell that she was drunk. And so this this dude, Shadowcock, turned on her in a heartbeat and was, like, going off on these, like, crazy rants about, like, being, like, appropriate uh, for the kids and doing it for the kids it was such fucking horseshit, and it was just another like avenue for him to get attention.
0: Yep. There's no more of a story, or is that all?
1: Um, let me think.
0: I think that's pretty um, much all.
1: Yep, I think that's pretty much all. But, uh, so, what uh, an abrupt
0: uh, way to end the story! Wow.
1: Oh, so yeah. Um, and you know, ultimately, he was never welcomed back, and and nobody missed him. There was no like. Because like every kid latches onto somebody. Yeah. At the camp, you know, like you yeah. look up to somebody. You were my boy, Mateo. You yes. were my number one boy.
0: Thank you so um,
1: You'll always be that butt boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he was—he was nobody's favorite. Nobody fucked with him, and he was like, fucking prude too. And he would always uh, try to use the bullhorn thing, like the, like megaphone.
0: Like a fucking and... radical creationist.
1: Exactly. That's actually exactly what he looked like, especially with his fucking feathered, feather in his hair and his herpes on his face.
0: <laughs> so what do you have the say to close at this episode, <laughs> Rusty <shackle. laughs>
1: Hmm <sighs> Closing wisdom, uh, I would say... Be careful who you eat bananas around And uh, be careful who you do um, Fake synthetic chemicals with Because you may be Signing on for more than you bargained for
0: Don't we all know that at this point hmm Good night,
3: I'm gonna cut it Danger, Danger. Representing the let us be Idiots Podcast Let's go, let's go Let's go you be, you be raw. That's, real that's real a real gift. That's a real gift. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Oh Names no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick. No, call me PMS, probably millions stacking Oh no, no, let's go, drop it, lava rocks, burnin' infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards, just don't give a nope. ish. like in their ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal mo in my clutch. Make them out in our will be lighting it up. Got you saying well, Mang you be raw, that's a real gist. That's a real kid But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.